Good morning again, church. Pastor Mike and I are back here. Uh, you will notice our dear brother, Pastor Keith, is not with us. We'll be missing him for uh, probably the next good couple of couple of weeks. Um, hopefully not too long, but if you could be lifting him up in your prayers and praying for him and his family, that would be absolutely uh, wonderful. His his uh, Pastor Keith's father is is pretty ill and he's kind of become his main caretaker. And so, uh, we will miss him, but, um, he is right where he needs to be, right? Cause we're called to, we all have certain ministries at certain times and seasons. And so, uh, we've kind of just relieved him from this and, and I know he's still listening. So pastor Keith, we love you brother and, uh, look forward to you being back again with us soon, but, um, do your thing with your father and, and uh, we'll be lifting you up. So if you're listening to this and you've been, tuning in um if you could be thinking about him we would appreciate that i know he would appreciate it as well yeah yeah it's uh, a little empty over here without him sometimes yep yeah but we'll get back into it so it's been a couple of weeks uh we've had lots of other things happening and going on and so mike and i've decided we're going to do a short little episode today Mm. on uh what was it two mondays ago three mondays ago yeah the passages were first samuel uh, chapter 10 we're going to be in, specifically verses 17 through 19, mm, mm. and then we're going to lean into Psalm 80. So mm. uh, even though we are in April, the readings are from uh, a couple of weeks back Yeah, yeah. in preparation, yeah. and the Lord's timing is always perfect, mm. right? Mm. So, Oh, boy, is it? Um, we're going to title this episode today, Who is Your King? Yeah. Pastor yeah. Mike, why are we titling it that? Want to lead us in here? We're in First Samuel chapter ten, verses seventeen to nineteen yeah, this morning. Why don't I read these scriptures and then we'll uh, let's do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I really appreciate though that you you know the the Spirit is giving you something for the message mm-hmm. on Sunday, and I re- it's amazing how this ties right in. Are you serving the right King? Because we know Jesus is coming in on the donkey, and they're shouting hallelujah. But in a few days, they're gonna say crucify him, you yep. know what I mean? And it's like, uh, are you serving the right king? You know, mm. what is your perspective behind it? But here, yeah, we're going to tie it in. Let's just read these scriptures in First uh, Samuel uh, 10, verse 17 through 19. It says, Then Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mizpah and said to the children of Israel, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up, Israel, out of Egypt, and I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all kingdoms and from those who oppressed you. You know, as I'm reading this, man, I just, it takes me back and within my own life, you know, when I hear these words, you know, how God delivered me uh, from those who, who oppressed me. He delivered me from my own bondages. But then he goes on to say, but you have today rejected your God who himself saved you from all your adversity adversities and your tribulations and you have said to him no set a king over us and I had another little title to go with Dave's an alternate plan of grace because here we see now if you go back to the Davidic covenant that was not in place when God spoke to Mo, uh, to, to uh, Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 if you remember the original covenant in Genesis Chapter 12 was God told Abraham, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to a land I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. 
I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. We see now the original covenant given to Abraham did not include the Davidic covenant, did not include the royal bloodline. But here we see the people. Why? Because their focus is on what the world is doing. And so now their focus is taking them off the real king, the one who delivered them, the one who brought them out of bondage. And they're focused on what, what the world's doing. So now we want a king. We want to be like the world. Mm. And I think that's where this kind of ties in for me. And I love how God, though, did not renege on the redemptive plan. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that was the ultimate goal. Yeah. You know, that bloodline leaning from Abraham all the way to Christ. And then, of course, you and I being recipients of the Holy Spirit. Thank God that even though they were looking to the wrong king, the king of kings, that plan was still in place. Yeah, which just blows me away because, mm. it, you know, we, we, we look at this and automatically look, well, the problem is they were looking for a king. But yeah. I don't think that was the problem. Yeah. I think they were looking for the wrong king. The wrong they were looking king. for an Absolutely. earthly king. Absolutely. Because Jesus comes and fulfills the role of king. Hallelujah. Yes. So he God does. kind of grants them this mm. and and mm. I've always read that as there's this whole line in the Old Testament mm. of kings mm. and the way mm. that the kings went, the people went. Mm. And so you see this like leader and followers and mm. leader and followers. And mm. if the leader was corrupt, the followers would be corrupt. Yes. And yes. if the leader was righteous before God, the followers were righteous before mm. God. Mm. Mm. And we even see, you know, Jesus, even in the parables, when he, when he comes on the scene and he's speaking with his disciples and he says, mm. wide is the path mm. and narrow. And yeah. there's this, this idea of like following, you know, yeah. the world systems, the world leaders and yeah. the world's kings. Mm -hmm. And here all along, the the problem was not that they wanted a king. Yes. The problem is they, that they, they didn't want. they didn't want mm. God as their king. Mm. Mm. Yeah. They they knew what a king what a kingdom was, and I think yeah. that's as I'm like reading through this, we're not we don't really like monarchies. We mm -hmm. don't we don't like the idea of king. In fact, our country was built on the breaking away from absolutely an earthly kingdom. Yeah. And our country, America, was set up. Mm as a place of the people mm. to be the ones. Mm. And so both really are, are you know, not absolutely. quite there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, in fairness to them, their focus was on the fact that Samuel was getting older, mm -hmm. right? And his sons were corrupt. Yeah. And see, we make the same mistakes because we focus on man. We focus on pastors. We make them our kings. Mm. You know what I mean? And it takes our focus from God. Yeah. So they were kind of, to me, in fairness to them, wait a minute, Samuel, you're getting old you, and you got corrupt sons. So what are we supposed to do? Right. Bring us a king. But at the same time, they're serving, they're asking for the wrong king. Right. As you said. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just, you know, I just feel in fairness to them, sometimes our perspective changes when we're not focused on the king of kings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we can easily be deceived, mm. you know, into serving the wrong king. Or we make the king what we want him to be. Yes. Which is what we're coming up on in Holy Week. Yes. So Sunday right. we celebrate mm. Christ riding in on a yes. donkey. Yes. And being praised as mm. 
the emperor they were waiting for to come in and overtake Ooh, Rome. Right, right, absolutely. And then yeah. three short days later, he wasn't the king that they really wanted mm. him to be. Mm. Mm. And so they were shouting, crucify him. Yeah. The same yeah. crowds. You know, Pastor Dave, I got to be honest. I, I thank God that he has allowed me over the years to fall on my face. Mm. Because I wanted my own plan to be perfected. And, you know, now I don't want to do anything. Yes, I talk to the real king. I want the real king governing my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like this was an alternate plan. Yeah. This was an alternate plan. This was not in the original covenant that God made with Abraham. Mm. But yet God's grace still showed up. Mm. You know, I was sharing with you because one of the the, the other scriptures, the other chapter that's tied into this is Psalms 80. Mm -hmm. And I was sharing with you that, you know, for me, the grace of God with the alternate plan, when we try to implement an alternate plan, if we will turn, God will restore us. You know what I mean? And in Psalms 80, verses 3, verses 7, and verses 19, there's a cry, Restore us, O God of hosts. Cause your face to shine, and we shall be saved. And, and I love that word restore, because in the Hebrew, it doesn't necessarily mean to start over again. It means to retreat. Mm. You know what I mean? So we see the word restore there. It's like when we come to a place where we have implemented our own alternate plan, when we've all done it, when we all justify why we should do certain things a certain way, if we can recognize it mm. and retreat from it, God, mm. that's a beautiful picture of God restoring us. So, you know, it's not a... It's, it's a beautiful ending to the grace of God and how much he loved us, you know, yeah. because he still has a plan. And sometimes even though we alter that plan, if we can repent and turn and retreat from those things, God will turn around and execute his plan. Mm. Yeah. There's something super powerful about that, that I think, you know, as, as we were talking, ultimately, if you're, if you're listening here this morning or this afternoon, um, there's something unique about living in a kingdom. Yes. And with Jesus's call that the kingdom is at hand mm. and that he is the king in yes. that kingdom. Hallelujah. Um, you know, we, we do a, we do a lot of Jesus as our savior, Jesus as, um, as our, our friend, Jesus mm. as, uh, you know, the resurrected one. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't naturally fall into it's it's harder for me to see Jesus as king because I'm so much of a king in my yeah. own life. It's yeah. it's easy for me to see the things that sort of I've been given and even if I believe that it was from the Lord and and whatever um we've been so blessed mm. in so many ways and sometimes maybe those blessings are curses, mm -hmm. you know? They, they're really the things that put us back in Egypt that we end up being more in bondage to. Mm, mm, mm. But I find that the more that I can surrender, just like you're saying in Psalm 80, like I think that David was, was refraining in that. Yes. Is yes. this idea of like, no, I am not a king. That's right. I am a servant to yes. the king of the universe. Mm, mm, mm. And that will, that is, that is a truth that if you can get in your heart, will transform everything you yes, do. Yes, it will. You know, when yes, you're sweeping your house, instead of thinking, oh, I'm cleaning up my house. Yes. No, I'm cleaning up 
the king of the universe's mm-hmm. house. Because he's the one that made all things through himself for himself. It's his. And if I can get through my prideful, you know, Mm -hmm. the stuff that keeps me from him, Mm -hmm. and that refraining, that restoring, Mm -hmm. that's a perspective that'll free you. Oh, hallelujah. It'll give you joy in whatever your place is in the kingdom. Yeah, hallelujah. You know? Yeah. Because this king... Mm. knows how to rule well yes yes you know yes, yes and that's yes. another thing in the in the old testament we see we get a glimpse into what you know kings were always judged by the way that the people lived because mm. if the king was righteous the people lived and dwelt in safety and blessing mm. and those in the kingdom were blessed of mm. overflow mm. and if the king was selfish mm. and not a good king mm. the people suffered mm. just along with him as well yeah yeah. And so if you can believe, that's a, almost a theology, right? It's the renewal of mind. We were just praying, Lord, yeah. thank you for renewing our minds. Yeah. We can get into our stubborn skulls, you know? The Holy Spirit can get past those blockades for us and tear that stuff down. And, oh, that is that is And remind key. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am not a king, and when I try to be, yeah. I'm not very good. Yeah, I think one of the more profound realities for me in my walk with Christ is it's not about what I want. Mm. I want what you want. Yeah. And when you begin to trust that process, you know, because there's going to be times when we want things. Right. You know what I mean? And we really believe that, okay, God, this is the right thing. And all of a sudden he turns around and he shuts the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then years later, you see, wow, I'm so glad he did that. Yeah. Well, I've learned over the years, it's not about what I want. Right. I want what he wants. Mm. Because the seeds we're sowing today, these seeds are going to come up yeah. at some point in time. You know, And if we want to bear good fruit, we have to make good decisions. You know what I mean? I have a sister in my, in my church right now. Um, she's in her 80s. And um, she has a house right next to her son's house. And... Uh, so she, he's moving to South Carolina, and he's really been there for her. And she's, she's lived here all her life. She has her friends here. She has her church here. And, but she's slowing down. Mm-hmm. She has to make a, you know, she wants to stay. She doesn't want to move. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I met with her, and I said, listen, uh, I understand how you feel, but you want what he wants, all right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, we, we, you know, you need to seek him. Pray about it and let him confirm what you are going to do and trust the process. Mm. And that's where I am today. Sometimes I want things, but I want what he wants more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he is the king of kings. You know what I mean? And I I don't need to have my plans altered again. Because you know what I mean? I made too many mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I want to stay in his plan. Yeah. You know, because that restoration process is not pretty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've had to start over again, and it's it has not been fun. Mm. You know, yeah. So this so this cry that we see of the people in First Samuel, no, we don't want you set a king over us instead. Serious words. Instead of you being our king, yeah, yeah. is uh, just as dangerous of a place that we can find ourselves in. Absolutely. Today, yeah. And sometimes yeah. we make ourselves that king that we think we want. It's interesting. That he uses ruler. the word. You have rejected me today. Yeah. You know what I mean? You would think, okay, that, that's a sin issue or mm. we're serving other gods. But simply that, you know, we're misjudging the situation and we want 
another king over us. Mm. You're rejecting me. And, you know, Pastor David, as I was reading that, I was just thinking, my God, you know, what a loving God we have because we as people have really hurt him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, like he felt Don't talk that. about those components. You know, of, like he's a God that, you know, I mean. jealous. Yeah, we have in the jealous. Scriptures. Yeah. And it's like, man, God, how many times have I rejected you? How many times have I let you down? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, but yet when I've turned mm. and I've recognized, okay, my plan didn't work. I'm serving the wrong king. You know what? All right, Lord. Restore me and Restore shine your me. face on me. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. Which is hopeful if you're listening today. Yeah, it is hopeful. Because we all have those places where we've put ourselves in the place. We put someone else or something yeah. as in lordship over us for the only place that only Jesus is supposed to have. Mm -hmm. And with that comes a lot of heartache. Yeah. The Lord lets us go down that road, right? We have yeah. the ability to suppress the Holy Spirit. He yes. gives us over to our... Yes. You know, our, our own natures and, and all that kind of stuff, which is why it's important to be in fellowship and to continue in communion and be mm. reminded of his forgiveness and always have that altar before us. And, mm. you know, that relationship, God wants us to walk with him. Yes, yes. And this yes. constant, you know, it's not just a one-time restore me. Yeah. I love right. that as well. There's always this, it's a process of restoration. Yes, it's a it work is. that he started and that he's finishing. Mm. So he finished it. But he's still finishing mm. it. Oh, hallelujah. You know? Yeah. And so. And there's a lot of people that I've counseled with that struggle with mistakes they've made. Mm. And, you know, I've, I thank God for the barriers. I do not allow the enemy access to remind me of my past. Yeah. Because I know that's not the Holy Spirit. But if you have truly repented and you 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 have turned your god is now restoring you know you, it's not like okay well you know i'm going to continue to bear bad fruit he's a god of restoration he's just looking for us to turn and once we turn we don't have to let the enemy remind us mm. of what we've done i've made a lot of mistakes i mean i had no idea god was calling me to be a pastor at 38 years old i had just come out of a divorce a lot of mistakes but I was repentive. I was serving the wrong kings. I was executing my plan and not his. And I mm. said, God, I'm sorry. And I repented and he has restored me. Mm. And look what the Lord has done. Not that I'm anybody special, but you're saying, don't let the enemy, you know, bind you with yesterday's mistakes mm. because he's a God of restoration. Mm. Amen. Love that. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So we'll leave you with that church. Yeah. Short yeah. little encouraging yeah. word. Yeah. Thank you for being gracious with us for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Pastor Keith, we miss you. You'll miss be back you, with brother. us soon. Miss you, brother. Church, as we come upon this holy week, mm. you know, Jesus's walk towards the cross, laying his life down to death, conquering death by Hallelujah. raising again, sitting down at the right hand Hallelujah. of the Father. His coronation and his throning. Yeah. You know, Thank all you. in one shot. I was, I was in my studies. I've been listening to uh, just a recounting of one of the wars and um, some of the prisoners of war in this period of time were, were in prison. They were overhearing on the radio that all of a sudden the radio station stopped 
reporting so much on the war and mm. they started reporting on how the farms were doing and mm. they were talking about like weed mm. and growing things and they realized mm. even though they were still prisoners of war mm. something changed so drastically that all of a sudden the news stations and reporters were not so concerned about the outcome of the war Wow. That they were able to talk about some things that were so futile, like farming and wheat yeah. and crops Hallelujah. and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And they reported, even still being prisoners of war, mm. being freed yeah. by knowing Hallelujah. the tides have changed. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Thank you, Lord. And so, in knowing that our king has done this, we yeah. still are sojourners. We are still wrestling yeah. Yeah. with the flesh and the spirit. There's this battle that is going on, but the war has already been won. Hallelujah. We're just waiting for his return to finalize the deal. Thank you, Jesus. You know, to clean house mm. and to bring things back in order Hallelujah. again. Hallelujah. Yeah. And, and he is a king that is worthy to do that. But make sure you are submitting to him Hallelujah. as your king. And mm. you, haven't, you haven't made your own, uh, your own characteristics of what you think his mm. life should look like or what his kingship should be, mm. um, but that you are in obedience and submission to. Amen. Amen. Because when you do that with Jesus, our king, right? Revelation talks about mm. what is written on his thigh. Mm. Lord of lords and king Hallelujah. of king that is him that is him and so when your heart is crying for a king let the king be king jesus Ooh. that you submit yeah, your heart jesus. to yeah who Hallelujah. is your king today <laughs> god bless you church amen you have a wonderful thursday here, <laughs> we'll save that for who is Sunday your king for you. today hallelujah <laughs> God bless you all. We love you. Thank you for this time. And uh, we, we hope you're just as blessed to blessed by it as we are. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, love you, church. If there's anything we can do, remember you can uh, submit your prayer requests, questions, any of that stuff. You can go to alanwood.church. Uh, most of the links are in here, you know, in the, in the uh, links below. So be blessed today. Make sure you're submitting to your king, that king, King Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Ooh, God bless you all.